everyone. Welcome to Joshua Live. I'm Gary Temple Bodley. This is a really interesting, fun episode. It's really talking about the, the manifestation process. And it's interesting because we think that, you know, we want these things or we have these questions or we have these problems and we want these solutions and manifestations and answers to our questions. But what we really want is the journey of it. And that's how this reality works. Uh, if you got everything that you wanted right away, it wouldn't be much fun. So what we're doing is taking a vibrational journey from where we are to the manifestation of the you know, answer or solution or the desire. But when we start the process, we're always in the vibration of lack. And so this is what this uh, podcast is all about. Josh really explains this whole process. And I think that you're really going to get a lot out of this one. It'll really... Uh, show you exactly how reality works in manifesting everything you want. Before we start, we are going to be having a boot camp in the end of October. Uh, this is going to be the last one of the year. These boot camps that we do at the end of the year are the best ones ever because it sets you up for the next year. It changes your perspective and your perspective is your vibration. So your point of attraction is that part of your vibration where your perspective is the highest. And so to really understand how this process works, you want to have your perspective high in all areas of your life, not just in one or two. The areas that are working in your life now is where your perspective is the highest, but the areas that, of your life that aren't working, that could be your finances or your health or, or your career or relationships, these are the areas that you want to bring up. And when you bring up those areas, that has the most impact on your life. And your reality is a reflection of your perspective in all areas of your life. So when you raise your perspective in certain areas, that brings in a new reflection. And the new reflection is always something you want. So the boot camp is an eight-week, really intensive process. You have these assignments to do. You've got partners. There's calls, uh, four calls during the week. Uh, there's a lot of interaction. And there's so much going on that... By the time you go through all four, all eight weeks, your perspective really changes and you, you understand how this reality works. You understand how the law of attraction works. You understand more about who you truly are and you discover your soul's purpose. So when you discover your soul's purpose, you start living uh, it, with the intention that you set prior to your birth. You stop offering a lot of resistance and things start coming to you very quickly. The things that come to you quickly are sometimes manifestation events that point out limiting beliefs. So we do a lot of work on the limiting beliefs. And when you alter those limiting beliefs, you shift your perspective. And that's what this process is. It's a invitation only. There'll be about 100 people throughout the world. Uh, we do it all together. Once you're in the boot camp, you're in free for the rest of your life. And in this boot camp, there's going to be a lot of cool stuff that we're going to be doing that's never been done before. The only way you can get in the boot camp is to send me an email to Gary Bodley, B-O-D-L-E-Y, at gmail.com. Then we'll set up a call and I'll explain the whole thing to you in detail. Remember that this is inspiration. And whenever you receive inspiration, you're going to receive fear. So there's going to be some kind of fear about money or time. Everyone has the same fears, but everything works out in these boot camps. Everyone somehow finds enough money and somehow finds enough time. It's weird how it works, but that's exactly how it works. You are meant to do this. So don't hesitate. At least just send me an email. I'll send you some information. If you like, we can set up a phone call and we'll go from there. It's uh, an easy process. We also have some partial scholarships that were granted to us by a great friend of ours. And so they're paying for a part of your boot camp. So it's a perfect timing to get in now. And it'll set you up for 2023. Uh, you'll see that the way you set up 2023 by changing your perspective that leads to every single thing you think you want coming through, and it's really a, a massive shift in the perspective, which changes everything. Also, remember to like and subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends, put it on Facebook, do all that stuff. We really appreciate you, and if you could leave a review, that's the best thing ever. Okay, thanks for being here, and let's get started. We are thrilled to be here. Hello, Hi, Joshua. Joshua. Hi, Joshua. We'd love to remind you that nothing serious is going on here. This is a playground for fun. It's just a game. And when you are starting to realize this, starting to see yourself in the higher perspective, well, things get humorous for you. Things get funny. You may still have judgments, but now the judgments are funny. And you may still complain, but the complaints are funny. You make things up. And you go into extremes of this. And this is perfectly part of the, the process because what you're essentially doing 
on earth is you're living your life in contrast in this feeling of separation and you're bumping up against experiences and you're having your judgments and they're based in your belief system and all that. But as you're raising your perspective on all these things, what you're doing is you're returning to the feeling that we exist in in the non-physical, feeling of calm and ease and fun and joy and, and interest and, and curiosity. And that's all that's going on here. So as you raise your perspective, then your perspective on everything raises as well. Everything gets lighter and easier and more ethereal, nothing serious, nothing too tough to handle. But when you face those times when you are in a judgment of something you think is really wrong or bad, well, then you can discover that that's just where your perspective, your overall perspective is just a little bit short, just a little bit short compared to the other areas of your life. In those areas of your life that you perceive are doing well, you'll find that you'll have more humor in those areas, that you'll have more fun, that you'll have more connection, and that you'll feel more sense of a calm and, and more bliss will be going on in your life. So think about how you're moving throughout your day and what you're taking seriously and what you're taking easily. And notice that it can all be easy and it can all be light. And as you raise your perspective on who you are, which is the perfect representation of your non-physical self in physical reality, sifting and sorting and creating desires and moving along and expanding just as you intended, there is no other you. You can't fail. You can't get it wrong. There's nothing to achieve. There's no one to pat you on the back. You don't need any of that. There's no validation needed whatsoever. It's all for you. This entire journey is for you. Don't take things seriously. Don't see people who need so much help that you have to get involved or you have to worry about them. They're all fine. Everyone is doing the same thing, moving from fear to love, moving from confusion to understanding, moving from a denser place to a lighter place. That's all that's happening here in physical reality. And so the, the way to look at your overall life is one of glee, irreverence, fun, nothing serious is going on here. And with that, we'd like to talk to you about anything you'd like to talk about. Who'd like to jump in and start? Can I go? Absolutely. <laughs> Julia. Um, hi. I have um, a training that I'm going to right now. And I'm a teacher, so I get to move and think and be creative and handle problems. So I'm always moving and thinking. And it keeps me awake. And then now I have to sit in the training. And it's... Um, it's hard for me to focus. And then I, sometimes I start to like not accept the information and, you know, like triggers a limiting belief. I start, I reject it, but it's information that's important and I want to focus and do that. Can you help me through this? Yes. Ask a simple question. Why, why are you doing this? Uh, to help our school move forward. Keep, and keep moving forward. Okay, excellent. So you are taking the idea that you're doing this for something other than yourself. You're doing it for some other reason, for people you think need your help in some way. And is this really the case? Are, you, are they really in need of this assistance from you? No. So why are you doing it then? Somebody told me to do it. Excellent. <laughs> I don't excellent. know. And so you said, yes, I'll do it. You made the decision to do it. And so now you find yourself in this training program. And so take a step back. You have a little bit of judgment. You have a little bit of idea of what you think is going to happen when you're in it. Take a step back now and say, all right, well, why am I really doing this? I'm doing this for me. I'm doing this to discover something about me or to understand something in a new way or to have fun, whatever it is. You choose what it is for you. It is always for you. It's never for anyone else. They don't need you. This is your journey. This is your life. You get to do whatever you want. So when you're in there and you notice that you have a judgment like, oh, I have to sit all day and that's sort of boring to do and I have to listen to them tell me things and I don't really believe what they're saying, great. That's fantastic. Now you can understand where you are as a teacher. Are you the same way with your kids? Are they sitting still behind a desk, bored out of their minds, not being able to move? Do you empathize with what they're going through? Sure, you're going through the exact same thing. Now you look at what they're telling you and you say, I don't agree with that. Why not? Because you know more than they do. You know more about the laws of the universe. You know about, more about teaching. You know about, more about your own personal situation with your children. You know more than they do. So much of the stuff that they're going to tell you is meaningless to you because you already know more. But there might be some things to understand about that. It's interesting 
that you're taking a course by supposed experts who proclaim that they have the answers and you say, that is not the answer. How do I know it's not the answer? Apparently they're more experienced than me or possibly even more intelligent than me or something has gotten them to create this training course and I'm now a part of it for some reason, so are all these other people in the class, yet I know actually more than they do. Well, that idea might raise your perspective on yourself, on your own knowing, you see? And when you understand that your knowing for what is right for you supersedes anything that comes from the outside. In fact, it's only coming from the outside to show you how much you already know. That's all that's happening here. When you can get on board with this idea that every moment that you're in is a way that you're being led to higher and higher perspectives. And so you don't have to bemoan the fact that you're stuck in this class. You can understand, oh, now I know what it feels like. Or when you look at them and they're not conveying the information in, in a fun way, you can say, this is really not the way to teach anyone. No one was really learning anything here. I'm certainly not. Or when they proclaim to know something you don't know and you say, I know better than this. These are all the different ways you can use this experience to raise your own perspective on yourself. As a teacher, as a human, as a spiritual leader, as a spiritual student, the only purpose of anything that you do is either for fun, either for joy, either for raising your perspective or either for some form of self-discovery. That's all it is. So now if you can go back and think about why you find yourself in this training situation, can you now tell us maybe more about what you're learning in there or what you think you will learn? Yeah, of course. There's money coming down from the federal government to help with COVID recovery. So I can, you know, like see what their parameters are, what they have set up for us to, you know, get some money or think of some programs that are going to help our students or, you know, that we could have fun with at our school. And have you ever thought about creating your own program? Maybe. And wouldn't this be <laughs> an excellent excuse to start doing something like that? Even sure. if it doesn't fall in those guidelines, don't you see how you're being led step-by-step oh. step to what you truly want? And this is opening your eyes to the possibility that who else is going to write this program? And they have a pile of money to throw at some perceived problem that they have. And here you are finding yourself in this situation with an understanding of the basic laws of the universe and the applications of vibration on a teaching environment and the way to move through what you do as a career, enhancing the lives of everyone you bump into because they can't be there by accident. You're raising your vibration. That new perspective that you have in yourself rubs off on everyone else, including the kids in your classroom. And you have these thoughts. You have a inspiration to share what you know in your career and in your circle of influence. And this is leading you to the perfect opportunity for that. And so now when you go in there, say, okay, possibly I can figure out a way here to get started on something I've wanted to do for a while and use this as an excuse to get started. It doesn't have mean it has to have money coming from the federal government to back it, but it could use this as your leverage point to do what you're inspired to do. Wonderful. That's so wonderful. Thank you. Perfect timing. So fun. Excellent. Who's next? Joshua, I have a question. Jackie. It's personal, but I, um, I do feel like my guides are trying to reveal something to me. I'm getting it in little pieces and I know if I, I know it's coming, but I still had the inspired idea to ask you what was coming to you in regards to that. Well, let's take the little pieces that you're getting and see if we can show you how to stitch these together. Okay. Okay. So, you know, uh, one level of it is, you know, I'm looking for answers and ideas and words and intellectual thought. And it's not that. It's the feeling place. It, the, the answers are coming to me in, in my body, in my heart, in my, in the non-physical, the, I mean, the, um, 
Yeah, the non-physical senses. I'm searching for answers with my five physical senses. And the thing that's getting in my way is the questioning, the doubt, the asking, is this really what, you know, and, and in the asking, I'm keeping it actually at bay, the answers. In the asking, you are bringing more of a fruition to it. You are not keeping it at bay. Okay. You may have an argument between how you think you should convey the information or how it should be received by you. You may be having a bit of a separation between expressing from the heart and expressing from the intellect. There's nothing wrong with that at all because this is the way that you will move forward. The thing to remember here, this is always a journey of self-discovery. Whatever comes to you is for you. It doesn't have to be related to anyone else, but if that's interesting and fun to you, of course it can be. So when you interpret something as for your ability to convey it to other people who might be listening to you, then you take out the part of it that's for you. So when it comes in, it comes through that filter of this could be used on the podcast or this could be used in conversation with other people, but this now is personal. So you're having this idea of this communication and yourself as a receiver of the, and transmitter of that information. Well, of course you're a receiver and of course you're a transmitter, but when it comes personal to you, then it could bypass the intellect aspect of this. So you can't figure it out and go right to the emotion, the feeling of it. The emotion, the feeling is always the thing to look for. The words and phrases and ideas and how you, how you produce it and disseminate it is secondary to the emotions and the feelings. If you are a sensitive person and you are used to feeling the emotions, the emotions then can be organized in such a way or translated in such a way that you don't need them to give you perfect words. Because if they gave you just the emotion, now you can simply describe that emotion in your very able human terms. You are an actress. You can get the emotion and then express the emotion in stories and songs and all kinds of different things. In music, whatever you like to do. The thing for Gary is he gets blocks of thought and he translates those blocks of thought trying to pick the perfect word. No emotion, no feeling, very much an energetic drain on his body because he's constantly riding this bucking bronco trying to hold on as these <laughs> flows of thoughts are coming through and he's trying to pick out the best words that he can in the moment, thinking that the faster he goes, the better it sounds. And so by the time he's done, he's exhausted. Unlike yeah. Christy, who can feel everything, the emotion, the thoughts, pictures, all of it together, and then concisely choose the words that convey the meaning of all that at one time in a, what seems to her to be a slower pace, what seems to Gary to be the perfect enunciation of the true meaning of everything. He's been playing this game contrasting the difference between how Joshua comes through and how the white light comes through and noticing that Joshua uses millions of words to answer one question because he has to do the whole word thing and find all the different words and different meanings for the whole thing instead of conveying the emotion where Chrissy can just simply state exactly what's coming through without any argument or interruption of it. And so there's different methods for all of this stuff. And the whole point is that you're discovering what's right for you. Most of your communication, well, we'll say 99.9% .9 of your com communication is for you directly, is for you personally. Same with Joshua, is for Gary personally. But it's fun to play around with this because when you ask a question, who's really asking the question? It's a reflection of him asking the question. He drew the question in. He gets to hear the answer to the question when he goes back and edits this. And he gets to realize, oh, that applies to me as well. Or the next question, that applies to me as well. That applies to me as well. And from that, he gets to raise his perspective, which allows him to bring in more nuanced ideas and moves this whole ball game along from his perspective down the football field, hopefully to get a touchdown at some point, which never comes. If you understand that it's all coming from you because you've been doing the asking and that when you choose to talk about it with others, that that is a process of being led to something that's fulfilling for you, but also is designed 
or pulled by the asking of others in the specific way that you do it. Doesn't need to be any different than it is. As you do it more and more and more, and as you start to believe what you are getting, as you see the benefit of the perspective change in yourself and others, more nuances will come to you. It'll fill in. Nobody is confident on anything they do in the beginning. In this, that might be seen as unusual or a gift or some esoteric talent, nobody's confident nearly all the way through. The confidence isn't, doesn't matter. The doubt's always going to be there. It's how you choose to play with that and interact with that. That's what the expansion is. And that's what self-discovery is. And that's why this is occurring to you now. Yeah, that was so good and funny and, and resonated and it was beautiful. Thank you. Excellent. Who's next? I have a question, Joshua. <clears throat> Jerry. So the, and it, it goes to what everybody's talking about today, almost on top of what Jackie was asking. When I'm asking myself, I started asking myself, how is this for my highest good? As you start to accept things and see things for your highest good, you start to ask yourself questions. What is the best way to communicate and hear or experience what your inner self is telling you? Is it, how is it for my highest good? Is it, why is it for my highest good? What is that? What is the best way to do initiate that? We would say that you start with this first overall idea that you're here on a journey of self-discovery. But a lot of people will say, well, can't I just get all the answers to this? And we'll come back and say, you don't want all the answers because it's a journey of self-discovery. It'd be like saying, I want to go on vacation and as soon as you get there, come right back home. You want to play around on the beach and play around in the town and take tours and do all the fun stuff that's there on vacation. You don't want to be told exactly what to do, where to go, all these things. And so when you're looking for answers to problems, you will be led to the solution. So just for the instance of a problem, we're not saying there's a problem here, but to say if you had some issue you're working through, the moment you determine that it's an issue or a problem, the solution's right there. Now, your inner self could point out the solution, but guess what? Doesn't matter, you're not a vibrational match to the solution. The whole point is to go on a vibrational journey to become a vibrational match to the solution, to the desire, to whatever it is. It's all about this journey from one place to the next place. It's a expansive journey from one vibration to another vibration. Your inner self is guiding you through inspiration and through thoughts. And, and when you're receptive to that guidance, these ideas will flow to you. Now, because you're not a vibrational match to the solution in this case, the ideas won't seem to make a lot of sense. You might say, why not just give me the phone number to the guy that I can call that will come and solve this problem. That would seem from a human perspective, like an easy way to solve this problem. Because what you're doing in life is generally discovering problems and trying to knock them out, trying to knock them out, fight these fires or birthing desires and trying to manifest them, try to manifest, them, try to manifest them. If you realize it was just a vibrational shift that was needed to take place, you would know that your inner self is going to lead you along the path of least resistance to this. But since you're not a vibrational match, you're going to have limiting beliefs. You're going to have negative from your perspective thoughts. You're going to have urges to control conditions. You're going to have all these wonderful things that bounce up and down and cause you to effort and struggle in order to get what you think you want. But what you want is this journey of self-discovery. What you want is ease and joy and fun and connection, harmony. This is what you want. So if you can make this whole process as fun as possible without attaching anything to the outcome or the solution needing to be what it is, just because people are breathing down your neck or they're in their own manifestation event, if you can stay calm and neutral in the eye of the storm, then you become more malleable in your vibration. When you are upset with something, you can see there's a dip in the vibration or a dip in the perspective. 
I can't do this. Why is this happening to me? Why do I never get the breaks? How come I don't have any luck? That sort of thing. If you come more neutral and say, all right, I've identified a problem. The solution exists. I know that for a fact. I'm a vibrational match to the problem right now. At some point, whether it's an hour from now or a day from now or a year from now, I will become a vibrational match to the solution. Once that is done and cleared out, it will be forgotten. No one will ever think about it. It'll be a weight off your shoulders possibly, but that weight was put on your shoulders by yourself anyway. You never have to worry about any of this stuff. The clearest way to connect to your inner self then is to meet your inner self where he lives in neutrality, in fun, in joy, in not caring about anything, in laughing at you trying to make things happen from a place of limited perspective or low vibration. So your inner self is always leading you to a slightly higher vibration that you can hear. It won't sound like, hey, Jerry, it's your inner self up here. Why don't you go down over there, meet this guy at four o'clock. He'll have a package for you. You take the package to Grand Central Station. You get on the train. You get it off at the five o'clock stop at Connecticut. And lo and behold, there'll be a box waiting for you. And in that box is the solution. It'll be of your own choosing how you get there. All up to you. The last thing your inner self wants to do is interfere in your journey of self-discovery. You can have that journey of self-discovery in absolute agony if you want to. Your inner self will guide you. You won't hear it very much because you're down there very far apart from where your inner self lives. Or you can raise your perspective. This doesn't mean anything. Doesn't mean it's just a journey. Be as neutral as you can. Be in alignment and get the inspiration. That's the best way to connect to your inner self. I love that. Thank you. Excellent. May I go? Yes. Hi. Anita. Um, Hi. How do I accept what is and maybe think about what I'd like? It doesn't seem. And then also there's that question, but like, when I hear, when I receive answers from you, I sort of go offline and I can't hear them. Nobody can. Don't worry about that. Uh-huh. When, you're, when you're in the asking, you're not really in the vibration of the answer. But when you listen back to it, you will hear it more clearly. And when you listen back to, back to it tomorrow, you'll hear it clear, more clearly. But if you listen back to it again a week later and again a month later, you'll hear it more and more clearly. You'll hear words that you didn't hear in the first round or the first time you re-listened to it. You'll hear all kinds of nuances and all kinds of vibration in the context and the delivery of this speech pattern. So always think about that. When you're asking a question, you are in a vibration of the question. So it's sort of like the vibration of the problem or the vibration of the desire. And the answer or the solution or the manifested desire exists at another vibrational place. So that's why you're looking at us with these confused eyes right now. You're in a vibration of this question. You really want to know the answer to the question. If you had the answer to the question, you could do two things. You could accept where you are and you could move in a direction to manifest what you think you want or what you desire. But you can't do both things at once. You have to Be in the vibration of the question or in the vibration of the problem or in the vibration of the lack of the desire. In that, you accept where you are. Nothing you can do. You are where you are. That's the acceptance. In order to have a desire manifested, you must first lack that desire. In order to have a million dollars, you have to start with not having a million dollars. So you exist in the state of a lack of a million dollars, and then you realize it's a vibrational journey from where you are now, lack, lack of the answer, lack of the solution, lack of the desire. It's a vibration of lack, which is fine. It's a starting point, 
And so you accept that you're at the starting point. Then in the case of the answer, we provide the answer and you will move your vibration so that at some point you will understand the answer. Notice something very clearly here. Other people who are not having the same question as you get the answer immediately. And they say, why can't I need to get the answer? It's so clear. Joshua's doing a great job of describing it. <laughs> so easy. Well, that's like saying you're a millionaire and you can't figure out why other people can't be a millionaire. Or you have a solution to a problem and can't figure out why people with the same problem don't have the same solution. In fact, let's imagine you had the solution to some problem and you said, oh, this is so easy. This is great. Let's go ahead and make a business out of this. We'll sell this solution to other people. And then you go to the other people with the problem and they can't even understand what you're talking about because they're in the problem. And it takes you marketing and communication and a lot of meetings for them to even get the possibility that you have the solution to their problem. The vibration of one is a different vibration or a different place on earth or a different dimension than the vibration of the answer solution desire. You see? So that's why you start with acceptance. I accept that I can't see it from where I am, but I also accept that it is there. It is there in a vibrational form waiting for me to meet it. Once I meet it, it becomes obvious to me. Until you become that vibrational match, even though the answer is still right there or the solution is right there or the manifestation of the desire is right there, until you become a vibrational match, it does not appear in your reality. So at every stage you say, I accept that right now, I'm not quite a vibrational match to what I want, but I know in this acceptance, I'll be moved to a new place. Every moment, every time I act on inspiration, every time I'm led into any situation, I know I'm being moved closer and closer and closer to becoming a vibrational match to that which I want. And along that way, I'll have experiences. I'll have experiences that I could never have otherwise. If I didn't birth this desire or have this problem or have this question, I would not have the experiences that would lead me on this journey to the answer, solution, or desire. That's what expansion is. That's what raising your perspective is. And the easier way to get there is to accept, which means release your attachment to the outcome. Don't care if it's ever manifested. Don't care if you get this or not. It's not the point. The point was to ask the question. Who cares if you get the answer? It's not going to change anything. Think of it that way. It has no meaning. It's just a journey. That's all it is. It's just a journey from where you are now to where you are somewhere else. And on that journey, you'll have experiences and those experiences are expansive. And that's all you really want. You'll learn a little bit more about yourself. But then guess what happens? By taking it easy, by having fun, by not caring, by not having attachment to the outcomes, all of a sudden these things manifest. Maybe not in the way you think they should, but in a way that is more delightful, more clear, more satisfying than if you had gone out there and effort and struggled your way to find the answer or, or to uh, find a solution or manifest a desire. By not caring, you take out some of the wobble in your vibration. The caring so much about something and the attachment to how it should manifest creates a layer of wobble and wobble and wobble straight through that vibration. Take that part out, now it becomes a lot easier. Now it doesn't matter. Take out the meaning, doesn't, now it becomes a more clear vibration that's easier to rise to the level of whatever it is you think you want. Now, did you understand the answer that we gave you? Yeah, I did. I, I made it a little visual, which helped. Excellent. Now just realize you didn't understand it fully. That's the joy in this. You didn't get what you wanted right away. You didn't get it exactly how you wanted it. Now, this will lead you to another question, which will raise your yeah. vibration, 
to another inspiration, which will raise your perspective, to getting a fuller answer to your question than you could ever imagine. And this is how the universe works with everything. It always works this way. It always gives you more than you could possibly imagine as long as you give up the way it should turn out. If you expect to have the answer to this question right now, then you will stop where you are. If you expect that you'll need to listen to this three or four or five times and ask more questions and seek answers from other sources, you will get a four rounder, more accurate answer. You will understand it more. If you want to get something quick, you're not really going on the journey. If you allow yourself to go on the journey, you'll find it's very pleasurable. You'll find it's easy. Without the attachment to how the journey should be, the journey is going to be more than you can imagine. And that's what you really asked in this question. Oh, so accepting what is will not lock it in forever? Accepting what what is releases it. Not accepting what is locks it in. You have the vibration. (laughs) The universe doesn't hear the word not. It just locks it in. You hate it so much. You give your attention to how much you don't like it. The universe says, because of this attention of focus, this person may, must really like their conditions because that's what they're focused on. Once you accept the conditions, that releases. Doing the forms and stuff helps to accept conditions? It helps you raise your perspective. Raising your perspective helps you accept where you are. If you exchange the word accept, and if you're using the word settle, settling means you have no power. Accepting means you are at a starting point. Here's where I start. You begin a race, you accept that that's the starting line. You don't want it to be two feet further up. You accept we're all starting on the same starting line. And then when the gun goes off, you accept now's the time to move. But until the starting gun goes off, you accept that you're going to be there in the blocks waiting for that starting gun. The starting gun will be the first inspiration. The first inspiration in this case was getting on and asking this question. Now, accept where you are now. All right, I got an answer. I'm not sure if I understand it fully. I'm not sure if that was even the answer, the question that I had, but I have an answer. Now I'm at another starting block. Yeah. I accept this now. An inspiration is going to flow as long as you're in that vibrational place. If you can be accepting enough, you'll receive inspiration. That's going to inspire you to watch a video, read a book, talk to a friend, whatever it is. You realize you're being led at your pace to the answer. This is just one part of the answer. Then you're going to be led to another part and another part and another part. And if you go along with the flow of this, not needing it to be different than it is, not needing your conditions to be different, you'll go easily and effortless. And what you'll find is that there's wobble throughout your vibration that is keeping you apart from what you want. And those wobbles will be found in possibly manifestation events. Oh, I have a limiting belief over here. Didn't even know about it. You'll soften that, soften that, soften that. Oh, I am holding resentment towards something that happened in my childhood. Oh, we'll release that. Doesn't mean anything anymore. Everything got you to where you are now, your perfect place to start the next step and the next step of a never ending journey. Okay. Imagine how hard it would be to go on a never ending journey where you, where you never accepted where you were, no matter how far you'd moved, you still wouldn't be in acceptance and you still want to go somewhere else. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's it. (laughs) Thank you, Joshua. I have a question, Joshua. Jen. Hi. Hi. Um, Hi. I'm in the woods. It's so beautiful. I don't know if you can see. And um, there's all these old stone walls um, throughout the woods that, you know, were put here, I don't know, hundreds of years ago and a lot of effort. And it's got me thinking about a question about boundaries. Um, Because, you know, since starting this work, when I hear people talking about boundaries, I know for myself now that they're not really necessary. 
Um, but I know that the people I'm interacting with aren't necessarily there. So I kind of have come to saying like, yeah, you know, just think of sandbags, not bricks. Like if you feel you need to put up a little space, like at least make it a sandbag that is movable and, you know, permeable. And so I don't know, I'm just walking here looking at these walls and wanting to hear you speak on people's feelings for needs of boundaries. Well, this is what physical reality is all about. It's the contrast from the non-physical. So if you can imagine your inner self and the non-physical, your inner self is completely transparent. It's a vibration, a vibration that is read and known by everyone. And everyone is one. It's all one. So there is no possible way to have a boundary when everyone's one. So you're moving from a perspective that is limited compared to who you truly are. The perspective in fear would give you a sense that boundaries would be necessary. If you were living a thousand years ago, you might like to live inside a castle behind big walls. You'd feel safer. If you're living in 2022, you might have car insurance because it'll help you feel safer. And so if you feel safer with boundaries, if that is a thing for you, just know that it is moving away. As you raise your perspective, you'll have less need for all these physical safety measures. If you really realize that you are being guided every step of the way, you can't be off course, really. You'll realize that if you don't have boundaries and you have an interaction with someone that they seem to be crossing a boundary of some sort, and if you had boundaries, you would be able to, to keep them away, well, you're not really understanding how the universe works, how physical reality works. No matter what boundary you think you have in place for yourself, if you need the experience for your journey of self-discovery, and if you are a vibrational match to that experience, it's going to come. So it doesn't really matter anyway. <laughs> the idea could be a safety net of some sort for some people, and that's fine, so they don't have to worry about it. You might lock your door at night just for some sense of security, knowing that there's a window above that door which could easily be broken. <laughs> You know it's not really doing anything, but you have a little habit of doing it and, and it will allow you not to worry about that or to take your mind off of it. You have homeowner's insurance. You have all these things that aren't necessary if you really understood how this universe worked, but you apply them here and there and it doesn't really make a difference. When you look at your friends who want to put up boundaries, what are they doing? Do you know that in an attractive universe you can't repel anything? If it's going to come, it's going to come. If it comes, it's for your best and highest good on your journey of self-discovery. It's for you in every way. If it comes to them, it's for their benefit. Pretty much to show them there's a limiting belief around this idea of boundaries. But they may not notice that. They may double down on their boundary limits because of this. And their limiting beliefs may go stronger and stronger and stronger. And if they don't see these manifestation events as enlightening, showing them limiting beliefs, their limiting beliefs are going to get stronger and more intense. And essentially, it'll go into the body. And you can't ignore the body. You, you can't have a boundary on this body. You will find that. So those at lower vibrations or more limited perspectives will create all sorts of things to try to protect themselves. Those at higher vibrations will realize protection of any kind is not necessary. If it happens in your reality, it's always happening for you. Now, how do you communicate this to them? The idea that you have of softening the boundaries is an excellent idea. It could be compared to softening the mental construct or softening the limiting beliefs surrounding that which they fear, or raising their perspective in certain areas of their life. And a lot of these boundaries will be put in place to protect themselves from something that happened maybe in childhood, maybe in their youth of some point. And so it's natural for them to do it. But you also have to understand that they cannot be in your reality 
without the desire to understand more about what you understand. It's not possible. They have something in their vibration that is attracted to something in your vibration. Your vibration is at a higher perspective. There's something that the interaction with you will give to them to help them raise their perspective. So this idea of softening their boundaries is one way. But another way could be just the, the idea that you explain limiting beliefs, you explain the attractiveness of this reality, more of the ethereal quality of this reality, more about how fear comes up, whether it's rational or irrational, things that resonate with you that you delight in, in this information, you can soften and share it in your own way. And this is why they're coming in the first place. Excellent question. Wonderful. Who's next? I have a question. Yes. Um, so I've been taking a lot of action towards a goal that I have, and it feels like my smaller self is freaking out. It's a daily uh, thing where I got to like ignore that voice that, you know, I'm, I'm, it's a departure that I'm taking action and I'm following through and, and it takes discipline to do it and a lot of gumption every day. And that voice is just flipping out from the minute I wake up. And uh, so I, I, I would just want to hear what you have to say about that. Well, that little voice is simply the voice that is here to keep you safe. Yeah. Yeah. If you were saying to the little voice, we're going to go jump off a cliff today, the little voice would be freaking out. Let's not do that. Let's stay at home. In fact, the little voice just wants to stay at home and not do anything. Because what happens is if you go off and do stuff, then you risk certain differences in your reality. Those differences from the little voice's idea equals death. The little voice just wants to keep you from dying. And that little voice has been useful for eons to keep humans alive. The little voice doesn't understand that there's a difference between irrational fear and rational fear. And so that little voice can be trained, can be brought on board. Because there's things you do now that the little voice did not want to do in the past, but has gotten accustomed to it, not in fear of it so much. And so you can bring that on. Well, we're going to try this today. Let's see how this goes. If this is a big problem, we'll go back to doing it your way. Like a little kid, just bring it along, bring it along. And soon enough, it'll see, okay, well, this new activity that we didn't do before is not going to kill us. So like everything else, just have as much fun as you can with the little voice. The little voice is taking things very seriously. You're not taking things so seriously. So just like the difference between you and your inner self, it's you now and your little voice. The little voice is at the limited perspective. That's all it is. And so you can practice raising its perspective, raising your association or relationship to it, knowing that it's going to be there because it's, it's doing its job and just allow it to do its job without taking it seriously. And then like any little kid, bring it along and show it nothing to be afraid of. Yeah. And what's amazing is through this work, I, you know, I didn't even know that there, that there was a difference, you know, and now I'm very aware of this, this voice and yeah, what the hold it had on me before. Now there is a dis. I see there's a difference. Yes. And everyone has this little voice. They like to call it the ego or whatever, mm -hmm. but it's just a little voice and it's just trying to keep you safe. And depending on the new thing that you're doing, that's where it's scared. It's most scared because it's the new thing it has no reference to or experience with. Right. It's not afraid of you going out for a walk with a dog because you've done that a million times may not be afraid of you buying another house. But the first time you bought a house, the little voice is saying, what are you crazy? What's wrong with where we are? We don't need to risk everything. And so as you get more comfortable, it naturally comes along with you. But in the new things, it's going to speak its mind mm -hmm. and it's going to help you make proper decisions. But mm -hmm. once you've made those decisions, bring it along 
And once you do that, it'll calm down. Excellent. Thank you. Excellent. We have time for one more silly question. These have all been very silly questions so far. So why not add one more to it? Hello, Joshua. Jojo. Hi. Um, when you were talking to Jerry, this popped into my head, which made me realize I had a limiting belief about it. So uh, yesterday I heard someone talking about, I guess today or yesterday is the equinox. I didn't, I'm not sure. Um, and the gist of it was that this means that there's a portal opening to take advantage of. And I think it had to do with using this time or this period to focus on what we want or what we desire or wasn't so much manifestation, but I think that was the gist of it. So I think I realized I didn't believe that there is science behind it. And it was on my mind yesterday, forgot about it until you were talking to, to Jerry. And so I wanted to get your take on it and see if, if there's a way to have fun with it and how would we use that? Excellent. So because of the planet being in, in a certain alignment at certain times of the year, these openings happen to occur and that you can walk through these openings and manifest whatever you want. Or they're always open for you all the time, no matter where it is. It's not the planet per se, it's where you are in relationship to the vibration of the planet or the vibration of your inner self. Where are you in vibration or, or better said, where are you in perspective? Now, if you are in a highly, highly limited perspective and someone smiles at you and you feel a little bit better about yourself. You've just entered a new portal because your perspective has been raised. If you watch a TV show and you see someone acting in courage and bravery and selflessness, and you feel the emotion of that, you've just gone through a portal. If you've processed a limiting belief, and now your perspective is raised in that area, you've just changed your old overall set or your overall vibration, and you've entered a new portal. You're entering these all the time. Anytime you are looking at any aspect of yourself from a higher perspective, any aspect at all, you're going into a new area. You're taking steps closer and closer to returning to the feeling of the non-physical. Anytime you laugh, anytime you make a joke, anytime you're having fun, anytime you're not taking things seriously, anytime you are perceiving that good things are happening, anytime you're perceiving that nothing bad can happen to you, can only happen for you, anytime you are choosing that perspective, you are raising yourself into a new level, which you can call a new portal. Some of it with a highly limited perspective, the portal opens, they walk through it, it doesn't matter. Unless they change their perspective on themselves, they're not really moving anywhere. You see? The fact that you all, on this call now and listening at a later date, have come to contemplate the idea that there is no wrong anywhere in the universe, that you are here on a journey of self-discovery, that you are being led step by step by your inner self and guided supporters, that you are perfect as you are, that you've never made a mistake, that you can't get it wrong. Just by contemplating these ideas, you stepped into a portal that almost no humans have ever stepped into before. Your vibration, your perspective is so high that when you perceive that something could be better than it is, you're looking at it from a higher perspective. When you perceive that I would like some desire and I think I can manifest it, you're stepping into a new portal. You're doing it all the time. And you have to understand that you are all at the top end of this game. You are all playing it in a new way. You are all seeing it for what it truly is. You are all understanding that this reality is a reflection of the vibration you're offering. And you're accepting where you are, knowing that you're gonna go further and further on your journey, being guided hand in hand every step of the way. And sometimes you'll come across something you think is wrong or bad, and you'll have a judgment of it. And that's fine. And you'll birth a desire from that, and that's fine. And you'll go off in a different direction, and that's fine. And that leads you back again 
to the feeling that you want, the feeling of fun and joy and community and connection and getting to this place of blissful contentment with the life that you're living because the life that you're living is perfect for you. It always has been. It always will be. You've had events that you say are bad and wrong, but those events led to where you are now and you wouldn't want to change them. These are events that you will see from the non-physical as the perfect thing that happened at the perfect time for you to enter a portal into a higher vibration or a higher perspective. Now just think about where is your perspective? Where are you seeing things? What is triggering limiting beliefs? What is activating desires? Where do you want to go? Who are you interacting with? How much do you want to connect rather than disconnect? All of these new thoughts now are creating pathways to these new portals. And when you get into a new portal, when you get into a new vibration, when you get a little bit higher in this, it's all more fun. It's all more delicious. It's all more exciting. It's all more interesting. It's all more like the non-physical. In the depths of the physical reality where all the fear is, that's where all the seriousness is. Where are you? Are you less serious than you were before? Well, you've entered into a new portal. This is where you want to be and you'll keep moving and keep moving and keep moving and you'll start acting on more inspiration and doing more of what you want to do and keeping it more fun and keeping it more authentic and then shedding that which is not necessary. Shedding, shedding, shedding. I don't need to believe in this anymore because they're down here. Well, you don't want to say it that way, but they're here and you're here. You're at a different vibration. And so if it resonates you for you at this vibration and it's fun, play with it. And if it's serious, leave it alone because that's what you intended to do in this lifetime. And with that, we are complete. Thank you, Joshua. Thank you, Joshua. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Amazing. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Have a wonderful weekend. Thank you. Bye. Okay. I really hope you enjoyed that episode. It really explains how this manifestation process works. We all start off in the vibration of lack. That's the dominant vibration whenever we birth a desire. And then we go on a journey to become a vibrational match to what we want. And then it's revealed in our reality. So the solution or the answer or the desire is created the moment you think of it and you just have to go on this journey. Once you go on that journey, once you, you know, give up your attachment to how it should look and you just take action when inspired, you'll be led step by step by step to the manifestation of what you want. Uh, talking about manifestations, the way to really understand this process is that your vibration is your perspective on yourself in all areas of your life. So think about all the different areas of your life, health, finances, relationships, your career, your house, your car, the town you live in, your friends, all these things are aspects of your life. And some of those are working well and some of those aren't working well. And so what we do in the boot camp is we shift that perspective so that you really understand where your limiting beliefs are and what's sort of holding you back and your perception of yourself. And that all raises. You learn how the how this reality actually works, how to process limiting beliefs, uh, how to manifest anything you want, and your soul's purpose. It's eight weeks. It's intensive. There's a lot going on. You have morning homework and evening homework and assignments to do, and there's four calls a week. It seems like a lot, but I'll explain it to you and tell you exactly how it works. We've had hundreds of people go through the boot camp. The successes are unbelievable. What really ends up happening is your innate talents and attributes and abilities come online. So a lot of people are channeling and they're knowing certain things and these talents that they thought maybe had when they were a kid are starting to come back. It's so fun to watch. Um, and then, you know, life gets easier and more fun and more joyful and you start to express your love and that sort of thing. So the only way to get into this is to send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com. That's Gary Bodley, B-O-D-L-E-Y, at gmail.com. I'll send you some information. We'll set up a call, and I'll explain the whole thing to you in detail. It takes about half an hour, and then you'll know exactly if this is for you or not. So this step to take is just send me that email. That's the only thing you do, have to do to push past fear. It's just an email, and we'll go from there. So if you can push past fear here, because this is inspiration for you, 
it is something you do want to do, but you have doubts and fears and all that stuff, that's going to pop up every time you're inspired. Ignore those things. Just send that email and you'll see how everything works out perfectly. All right. And remember to like and subscribe and share it with your friends and leave a review, all that stuff. We really appreciate you. This podcast is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And uh, more places all over the world are starting to listen. Italy is like it's number, you know, 30 something in Italy right now. So it's funny how it's just grown and grown and grown. And it's all thanks to you. And so we really appreciate everything you do. So see you next time and have a great week. Bye bye.